Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, Go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Yes, it is. Good morning. Happy Monday. Good morning. Uh, Six o'clock club. We'll start with you today. 410-583-1065. If you are awake in Maryland first thing in the morning, you're what we call the six o'clock club. And we just want to shout you out. Give a little extra love. We're a very small group. Yeah. But we're proud. So text us. Show us some love. We'll show you some love back. 410-583-1065. Who's up? Veronica is here. Good morning to John, the Annapolis locator. Magic Mike in Pasadena. John from Middle River is here. Jess R. from Westminster. Christine, a Carol of Princess Anne. Good morning to Terrence, Francesca, the nurse. Our kid care ladies, Karen and Amber, are here. Brenda, the rideshare driver. Beautiful Beverly. Terry, Hopadope is here. Anthony from Catonsville. Miss Denise. And bus 558 for Hartford Tech. Dante, Losamel Nurse, Lisa, WG402 from the Eastern Shore, and Mr. W. Good morning. I wonder how it feels for teachers because we're starting to wrap the school year up. Some have already wrapped. Some wrap up this week. Some will wrap up next week. Some of our bus drivers, same thing, right? You guys are getting towards the end of the uh, the school year. Like, what does it feel on that side? You know what I mean? I'm like, sure you're counting down the days, too. Are you, like, freaking out? Just oh, yeah. ready to get out of school? Do you put any effort? Because I'm thinking back to, like, when you were in school. And now it makes sense because you were like, oh, cool. Like, our teachers are, are so nice to give us, like, movie days for the last, like, <laughs> last like month of school. That's true. Because there's no way you can have any kind of, like, effort to want to put into this anymore, right? I don't think so. I think if, or I think if anything, it's the insane amount of effort they have to put in to make sure everybody... Everybody stays focused because you can't let the classroom just get out of control. I would. No. I would. I would no, say they would turn against you and take you down. There's no way. It. Didn't you kind of on the last couple of weeks of school? No. I did. Honest to God. It was like a free for all in my classrooms. That's no. all I can remember. It's like everyone was just kind of left to themselves. Teachers kind of were like, I got nothing else. I just remember lunch being awesome that week. Like oh, all the yeah. fun stuff, all the fun pizza, like all the chicken tenders, like ice cream, like popsicles yeah. after school. Like that week was awesome. I also remember that everything was like boxed up. You remember how like the walls were empty and like everything, mm-hmm. like, like those y'all, those teachers and, and let us know if you're a teacher, a bus driver, you work for the school systems, text us 410-583-1065 and let us know what it's like this time of year. Like from your perspective, yeah. Because I remember now, and this is obviously in hindsight as an adult now, is like that place was packed. Those teachers, I bet that bell rang on that last day. You heard their car screeching out of the parking lot. <laughs> that place could not have been more of a ghost town. Now, now, now. These are the top three trending stories in. 
the Baltimore Top 3 with Jess. Number three. Happy Pride. Pride Month is celebrated each year in June to honor the LGBTQIA plus community in all aspects of their identity and to recognize the impact that they've had on our history. And it was in 1972 that Baltimore's very own John Waters movie, Pink Flamingos, opened in theaters. Written, produced, filmed, and edited by Waters, the film stars the countercultural drag queen Divine. When the film was initially released, it caused a huge amount of controversy and has since become one of the most notorious films ever made and is rated as number 29 on the list of 50 films to see before you die. Never seen it. Have you seen it? I haven't. Never seen it before. But it's why we need to do this kind of stuff, y'all, you know? Number two. A website printed on nearly 800,000 Maryland license plates is now under the control of the MVA. If you weren't aware, the expired website had been redirecting um, people to a gambling website based <laughs> in the Philippines. Did you see this? Okay. So the effect, yeah, this, this was happening for a minute. The affected license plate design was the War of 1812 plates created by the War of 1812 Bicentennial Commission. The MVA has worked with the State Department of Info Technology and a domain broker to recover the website. So now, if you have the 1812 uh, license plate, the starspangle200.org website will now direct you to the agency's homepage, mva.maryland.gov. How did that happen? I'm like, who not messed sure. That up? I'm not sure. But, and I don't, and it was recently when someone was like, hey, let me just type in, let me uh, type in that website, starspangle200.org, <laughs> and it took it took you to um, a casino website in the Philippines. But you would think there'd be some, and I don't know how this whole thing works, you know? Like, I know I've, I've had an expired domain happen before, but then totally. none, of, none of my things are that important, you know? At the end of the day, let's just say, for example, the Kramerandjust.com went expired. Not many people would notice it if they did it on a big deal. That's a huge problem. But who's checking, though? Like, that license plate was, like, mid-2000s. You know what (laughs) I I mean? I don't know. Number one. So, if you don't remember, Amy Schumer was actually originally cast as Barbie in 2016. And now the comedian has revealed the real reason behind her departure from the upcoming Barbie movie. It was previously announced that she left due to scheduling conflicts, but now she is admitting it was actually creative differences. Take a listen. Um, I think we said it was scheduling conflicts. Okay, that's what we said. That's what we said. But yeah, it really was just like creative differences. But you know, there's like a new team behind it and it, it looks like it's like very feminist and cool. So I will be seeing that movie. Was it that it didn't feel feminist and cool when you were involved in it? It was yeah. a little, yes, yeah. right. So Schumer's script for Barbie did not align with Sony's vision leading to her departure from the movie. And now it has paved the way for Margot Margot Robbie to secure the right to the film. She enlisted Greta Gerwig as the director, which eventually landed with Warner Brothers. And that movie comes out July 21st. I think that's a movie that has, is going to have a lot of eyes on it when it comes to scrutiny. Just because that brand for so long wasn't feminist, you know? Right. I mean, it wasn't. And so I think that that movie had to be extremely careful of how it presented itself so it didn't get back into that backlash of like women should look like this women should act like this men look like this yeah. act like this you know so we'll see what it, we'll see what it looks like I'm excited July 21st that hits theaters this is Jess and that was your top three I want you to guess how this story ends okay what could be worse than your own car getting stolen from right in front of your house no like how could that situation get worse so annoying like imagine you walk outside your car is gone I can't even imagine how that feels yeah but then imagine if this happened and you know exactly where this story took place if we're getting into it on a Monday it must have been Pennsylvania we've given 
Our neighbors to the north, their own segment on the show. We're a Maryland-based morning show, by the way. <laughs> there's just something. There's just something about Pennsylvania. It's just the weirdest, the absolute most bizarre news stories in our area. Yeah, but this segment is always done with love. We love our neighbors in PA, but just kind of random things tend <laughs> to happen over there. So, for today, we're going to Philly. Just imagine this. this. This poor woman named Patricia, she goes outside of her house. Her car is gone, right? It yeah. sucks. And it takes a while to get it recovered, everything else. Well, a couple of weeks later, she goes to check her mail. And not only has she been dealing with, obviously, trying to recover her car and all that comes with that. Yeah. She now has $525 in speeding tickets <gasps> from... The cameras, they have cameras up there like they do down here. Obviously. Speed cameras, you know. Uh, they, they captured her car for the course of a couple of days while it was actually stolen. I would be so mad. <laughs> I am mad right now. Five, $525. And to make it worse, you would think that would be something you'd be able to easily clear up. Because you'd be like, hey. My car got stolen. My car got stolen. Yeah. But apparently, according to Patricia... The whole process hasn't been that easy. I got uh, speeding violations from the PPA. I actually came out and my son said, Mom, where's your car? I looked at him like, you got to be kidding me. They sent me an email, said they got my documentation and everything. It would take five to seven business days for them to give me an answer. Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, I called. I still did not have an answer. Two weeks later, of it's course. in review. Week later, it's in review. <laughs> of course. Of course it is. What do they have to review? You would think, okay, again. The worst. I'm sure, listen, if you work for the MVA here, and cause is that, I don't know who does speeding tickets here in Maryland. I'm sure, though, if you deal with anything to do with, like, speeding tickets, any type of violations in the state of Maryland, I'm sure you hear every kind of story in the world, right, of why you sh- you're not guilty. You got people like me that, that think they stop at red lights, but in turn they maybe not actually do. Yeah, but when you have a legitimate police report <laughs> and you have legitimate documentation what is there How, why is there even a discussion it literally seems like it's it's insult to injury here's the good news though is that as of friday everything was officially cleared from her record Yay. and she is good to go good but like can you imagine Mm-mm. Like, just imagine how that must feel walking outside your car is gone already and then you get the speeding ticket it's only going to happen in one place, y'all. It's Pennsylvania. And that's the segment called PA So Cray Cray. So was Garage Boy jealous she went on a date this weekend? Or <laughs> was that uh, is that allowed once you get engaged? I mean, it depends on the relationship, I guess. Yeah, he was actually very supportive. Wow. Yeah. Progressive couple you guys are. Very supportive. <laughs> Even dropped me off. Really? <laughs> he offered. Good luck, sweetie. He's like, go have fun out there. You do have fun. Patted me on the back, kicked me out Be of the car. safe. Picked me up an hour later. We have a reoccurring theme on this show that making friends <laughs> is hard. It's really hard as an adult. Yeah. It, it really is. is. And I don't know if it's because we're just getting older or, you know, we moved here during the pandemic. And so it was really hard to meet anybody. Yeah. But if you follow the show long enough, you'll see that Jess and I are really having a hard time, like, making friendship connections. And it's not in, we don't also don't have, like, a typical situation where making friends at work because mm-hmm. the time that we we're here <laughs> the time that we're here everyone is working and then like we leave and half of the building it's just like times are off there aren't like a lot of overlapping yeah. there it's very odd we neither of us have kids so there's no like play dates to go to it's just it's it's tricky as an adult so we bring that up a lot because i know that you struggle with the same thing but jess 
over the weekend had a friend date. I think I can consider it my very first friend. Like, uh, actually, no. I had a, another friend date that didn't go well. But my first successful friend date successful. in the state of Maryland. Okay, yeah. so tell us tell us about, is it a guy or girl? Girl. It's a girl. So it was really cool. Um, a mutual friend connected us. So she met my mutual friend in Seattle at a bachelorette party. And which I think is like the, the way that this came about, I think it's so cool. So she found out that this girl just moved here in February and like didn't know anybody. And she was like, you should meet my friend, Jess. I think you guys would get along. This way, the friend that connected you guys, this is friend in is Seattle. It, not from Maryland, though. No connection to Maryland. Just happened no. to meet a, a woman from Maryland yeah. while in Seattle. Exactly. Got it. So cool, right? Yeah, right? So she connected us and we met up for coffee over the weekend and... It was really cool because there was, I mean, we connected on the sense of, like, not being from here, and we're able to relate on, like, moving to a place you've never been to before, and not Why'd really... Why'd she move here? She, for a job. Same oh, thing work. as me. Okay. So yeah. there's, like, a lot of things that connect us. We're around the, like, same age age range, which is really cool, and it was very different just because, like, I loved... And I love the fact that, like, she doesn't know anything about radio. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know anything about what we do. Like, she works in a completely different field. And so it was nice to have, like, a genuine, clean slate to, like, connect with somebody on. How old is she? Uh, she's 26. In a relationship? Uh-huh. Yeah. Doing long distance. Oh, Another thing we connected on, because that's something Garage Boy and I did for eight months. Yeah. So it was it was really, really cool. Do And this is the question... With all friend dates, do you think there will be a second? Yeah. Yeah, really? Yeah. Went that well? I think there will be a second date. Any if- awkwardness in the whole thing? Because, again, I've always said making like friend dates can almost be as challenging as regular dates because especially in that situation when you guys really knew nothing about each other we didn't know, we didn't know anything about yeah. each other at all whatsoever yeah. which i loved i loved it yeah. i loved like not knowing anything about her and i loved that she had no idea about anything about me and anything about my life but you think there will be a second one totally did you kiss no <laughs> But we hugged. Okay. It was so nice. So, you gotta, so, so natural and organic. You I'm gotta, excited about first it. Base. Yeah. How does this statement make you feel? I voted for Donald Trump. Or I voted for Joe Biden. Either one of those. Like, how do those make you feel? Think about that for a second as we get into Mom's Monday Motivation today. On Monday, we do something called Mom's Monday Motivation on the show. This is our feel-good segment that we do featuring my mother. So let me get her on all the way from Georgia. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi, honeys. Mom's super motivational. So we gave her own segment on the radio show. She works cheap. It all works out. Uh, she, she comes on every Monday to, to get us pumped up for the week. And uh, we also do a podcast called Certified Mama's Boy, my mom and I. Uh, it's over on the Odyssey app. You can check it out. Or wherever you get your podcast, just type in Certified Mama's Boy. But for the radio show, this is Mom's Monday Motivation. What we got, Mom? Mm-hmm. So this was written by John Steinbeck, Steinbeck in 1938. Try to understand men, and now I would add women. If you understand each other, you will be kind to each other. Knowing a man will never lead to hate and almost always lead to love. Mm. And I, I wish that I wish that we could just... Keep that in mind that just because we have differences with people Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that we don't have more in common and that they are lovable. We are all (laughs) lovable. And then we could just 
talk to each other and sit across the table from each other and look each other in the eye, we could resolve so many differences because at the end of the day, we are all human and we are all struggling with something all the time. Mm -hmm. I've never, until you said that, it's so funny. I've never really put those two together of like, and we're just going to take the, the obviously the, the most obvious thing that we feel like we're we're different on, which is, I mean, well, one of them at least would be politics, right? Isn't it funny how like the second that you hear of someone's political party, uh, and I think we have to start talking about this because unfortunately we're getting back into all this uh, political season again. But isn't it funny the second you hear that, like you will you will find your divide before you find what you have in common. Mm-hmm. That goes mm-hmm. probably with almost anybody, right? Yeah. Anybody, anything. Like if you find your one divide mark, you'll, you're you're like you're like okay, cool. Like if you met somebody, you could like a hundred thousand things about them. But if you found out this one divide between you, like why do we focus on that one divide? Why do we do that? Mm-hmm. I mean, I do. I don't know, Jess. Do you feel the same way? Of how like you'll hear like one thing about somebody, you're like, oh, you're that. Well, we mm-hmm. don't have that in common, so officially mm-hmm. we're different. Right? Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. it, it can be applied to politics or even just how you treat someone on a normal day and like you have an attitude with somebody or when someone is like rude to you. And I feel like we forget that everyone is a person. And like you mentioned, they're going through their own things. And so it's like, why do you think you have the right to treat someone else like crap and like are disregarding who they are and how they feel and what they could possibly be going through. And so I feel like if we keep that in mind, just treat each other nice. That can even just be on the road, like, yeah, you know, morning, like flipping somebody belly. off. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, you don't, you don't know what's going on in any, anybody's life. And we all have something going on and we're all connected in some sort of way. It's true. Yes. So yes. think about that, you know, as you start your Monday off, how much do you have in common with people that you feel like so divided from? Like, mm-hmm. I bet you, I, you know, I bet you you'll find, and it, I'm not saying you got to be friends with these people, but at least it kind of gives you a better chance to understand them. With, every, with all the parts of their life, not just the guy that cut you off in traffic this morning, you know? <laughs> so that's Mom's Monday Motivation. We do this every single Monday. My mom and I do have a podcast together called Certified Mama's Boy over on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Until next week, love you, Mom. Love you forever, guys. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, Go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Mix 106.5. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Hey, Sandra from Parkville. Good morning. So what's this, uh, what's this dilemma we got today? So I think I might need to get rid of my daughter's dog. Why? I don't know. 
Oh, that is heartbreaking. Well, basically, I have two girls, and my oldest has been, no pun intended, hounding me for a dog. Yeah. But I'm a single mom. It's super expensive. Mm. It's a lot of work. And I know I will be picking up the slack. Right, of course. <laughs> like, like, like every parent, so, by the way, says, yeah, 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 we get it, we get it. How old is she, by the way? She's nine going on 30. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so basically, um, it was her birthday two weeks ago, and my ex-husband shows up with a dog for her. Wait, without, without consulting this with you? At the birthday party? At the birthday party. Wow. No. Like in, wow. in a big in a big pink box with a big pink bow. No. In front of everybody. Man. In front of everybody. And my daughter's crying with happiness. Yeah. Wait, wait. Do you think it was malicious or was he just trying to give her a dog? He absolutely knew it was malicious. Why can't he have the dog at his house since he's the one that got it for her? Good question. Because he, dogs aren't permitted at his apartment. It is apartment uh, complex. Interesting. So you you and your soul think that this man literally gave her this because he knows now you're going to have to deal with it? Yeah, it's, it's totally. Yeah. Totally. And I'm now like, per, I'm the villain in this. Wow. That's deep, man. That one's deep. Does she even know that you're considering getting rid of the dog right now? Um, no. And then, and then she'll hate me forever. Yeah. But I'm so stressed as it is right now. So yeah. then, well, I mean, what options do you have left? So, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's just like I either have to suck it up and, I don't know, somehow make it work or I give the whole dog away to a shelter. Oh, no. All right. Well, let's let's get some advice. I don't know what, what most parents would do in this situation, you know, like uh, 410-583-1065. So Sandra's saying that she has a, a her <laughs> she what she believes to be a malicious move. Yeah. Her ex-husband has given her dog, uh, has given her daughter a dog for the birthday, even though Sandra said, no, we're not getting a dog in this house. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now she has two options. Since the dog can't go live with the husband, she can't find anybody to... Help to help with yeah. it or take take the dog. Uh, it's either she's got to somehow figure out how to make this work, or she gives the dog away. Yeah, w- you know, in your parental sense, like what what would what would you like, do? What do you do at that point? Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Thoughts? I honestly cannot imagine taking away a puppy from a nine year old girl I mean, after she just got the puppy in front of all her friends, in front of all her family. Like this is the best day of her life this is a memory she will cherish for the rest of her life and then i don't know how you come back from that it would break my heart my grandparents did the same thing to my sister by the way my grandparents got my sister a puppy and my i mean we weren't ready for it but like we kept her you know you had to right yeah like my sister my sister was so tiny that like i could not imagine like breaking butter's heart like that i think this is tough because you know, obviously, in my heart, there's no way you get rid of this dog. But I'm trying to think of it like from a for real parental responsibility here, and, and financial. You know, because obviously, I'm a dog guy. Like, that, my answer is always going to be save the dogs. But like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Like, if you don't have the money, you don't have the time. Like, what are you supposed to do in these situations then, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's probably been people that have been in these situations that maybe can give some advice this morning. You know, four ten five eight three one zero six five. And some of you may have said. 
I mean, I hate it's, you know, not the popular answer, I'm sure, but maybe the dog has to go to yeah. a different home, you mm-hmm. know? 410 583 1065. I mean, what do you think in this situation? Hey, Susie, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hi. What is, what is she supposed Hi. to do? Is she supposed to just get rid of this dog? I mean, does she have to suck it up and just somehow figure well, out a way to pay for it? No, here's the thing. She should go back to her ex and ask for shared responsibility. At least she can help pay for vet bills, pay for training. It's only going to be a puppy for a few months, but the daughter will be devastated. But I think she should go back and ask him for shared responsibility, um, you know, for the vet bills and for, yeah. um, you know, basic obedience training. But if she truly does not want to keep the dog, she needs to give it back to him. Or just do not take it to the animal shelter. Yeah. He has a responsibility to return it back to him. But I think the daughter will be devastated. I, I think so, too. That's And that's my fear here is I'm really thinking of it from the daughter's point of view. Because this is like going to be one of these stories you're in therapy one day, you know, and you're like, it was my seventh birthday. And all of a sudden, my puppy got taken away from me. A lot of texts, though, and I don't know legality of this. I don't know if you can just make someone pay dog support i know i don't i don't know about that either because we are getting a lot of messages like he you know put, get, take him to court make right him give money and all that kind of stuff but i don't know how easy that is to kind of execute in that kind of situation 410-583-1065 hey sarah from stevensville good morning hey good morning what do you think here i mean she can't really afford to keep the dog but she can't like break her daughter's heart can she um, no. So I think that she should have the ex-husband kind of sit down with the daughter and break it to her, you know, and like explain it. And because if she's not, if the mom isn't ready for a dog, yeah. the dog's probably never going to be properly taken care of, mm-hmm. you know, because she admitted she's not ready for one. Right. So you think, you think the dog has to go, but also it should be dad's responsibility to sit down and be like... Will that, will that make it any better? Because I'm thinking from the daughter's experience for a second, right? Like, is that going to make it any better? I know it's not going to make it any better because, it's, oh, my God, it's a puppy being taken away from a kid. Yeah. But it shouldn't be put on the mom at all because the daughter will, yeah, be so mad at the mom. And that's absolutely not fair because the dad didn't ask. Yeah. That's total dis- totally okay. disrespectful. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think mom deserves to be the bad guy in the situation. And I think, honestly, if that's the case, all three of them should sit down. So mom knows yeah. what's being said in like a family meeting type situation. Okay, all right, it's dad's responsibility, Absolutely. but but we don't think we don't think she should keep the dog though. No, if she's not ready, no. Then it, I mean, it's just going to either end up in a shelter eventually, or um, just because if you're not ready, you're not yet ready. Yeah. You know, you got to fully commit. Okay, yeah. I hear it. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate it. No problem. Has anybody been in this situation before where you actually had to like take your kid's pet away? You know, like, I just, I don't know if anyone's had to do that. And was it traumatizing to actually take a pet? And like, what did you say? And how do they feel? Hey, Maddie, good morning. Good morning. You had a pet taken away. Yeah, I was about eight or nine. um, And we had a dog where we ended up in a situation with our home where we could no longer afford to have an animal, too. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so my parents had to sit me down. They explained. They were. They um. They explained that like, this isn't fair to the animal, and we shouldn't be putting him in this situation. So we actually had to surrender him to a shelter. Mm. How did that? We feel? tried to find a family friend to take him, but we couldn't find anyone that could take him. How did that feel as a kid? Do you remember? It 
wasn't fun and it really sucked. I'm not going to lie about it, but yeah. it made me feel better knowing that the animal was going to a better home with a better situation. But were you able to understand at that age, eight or nine, what they were explaining to you? Or did you take it as like mom and dad are taking my pet away? No, I understood, but I had also, as a kid, always kind of known that we had a couple money issues. Okay. Um, my mom wasn't working, so we only had my dad working. Mm-hmm. So you were able to at least rationalize it by saying, I, I, I know this is a thing. It wasn't still. vindictive. You understood what was going on. Yeah, and as I got older, it also it clicked more as I got older. Yeah. But still, man, like, I just can't imagine it. Like, that's like, I don't know. Again, I'm a dog person, so this is really, this would be tough. 410-583-1065. Danielle from Baltimore County, good morning. Good morning. You've had a pet taken away from you as well. Yes, I did. And it was my pet hamster. Not the hamster. Yes, I had the hamster wheel and everything. (laughs) Why do I just imagine an empty wheel spinning right now? How old were you? How old were you, Danielle, when that happened? I think I I was around 11. Yeah. About 11, yes. So what happened? Listen, I found out later that my hamster did not get away. My mom let it free Mm. because she was scared to death of the (laughs) hamster. And what did she tell you? What was the story she told you? She couldn't find it. I, he must have gotten out. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds okay. worse. Well, honestly, though, but what if, okay, hang on. Let's take this as an example, I guess though. Worse. So, like, what if, what if, what if in, in the case of group therapy, if all of a sudden uh, she was just like, oh, the dog ran away? And, but honestly, she gave it to a shelter instead. Do you feel like as a kid that was an easier way to take the blow than. Yes. I, I think so, definitely, because oh, okay. as a child, you're not thinking about, say, your parent's fear or the other caller whose parent uh, couldn't afford the pet. Yeah. You, you're not thinking, you know, that complex at that age. So, I, and I'm totally against lying. I really am totally against lying. Yeah. But I understand, <laughs> I, I have to throw that out there. But <laughs> I totally understand a parent trying to ease the child's um, anxieties or, you know, being upset and becoming depressed. And like you said, later on down the line, sitting in the darn therapy chair saying, my mom gave my family. Right, right. So, Danielle, what we've learned in this call is actually you're about 99% against lying. (laughs) I am, I am. (laughs) Have a good day. Thank you for calling us. You two, we love this show. My son wanna say hi, Ron. Hi. 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 What is Good wait, what is your what, what is your son's name? Tyree. Hey, Tyree. Good morning, Tyree. Tyree, just know that your mom's going to be honest with you 99% of the time, okay? No, it's 100% of the time. 100%. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. The Orioles scored a victory over the Royals with an 11-3 win, and history was made at yesterday's game. Gunnar Henderson, the O's second-year infielder, blasted a full count pitch in the seventh inning 
over the right field wall and onto Utah Street in Sunday's game against Kansas City. Henderson's 462-foot home run was the longest shot onto Utah Street in 31 years at Oriole Park at Camden Yards. And Henderson will now have a plaque on Utah Street where the ball landed. And next up, the O's host the Blue Jays and kick off their three-game series tomorrow night at 7.05 p.m. People said I was crazy when I said the, the O's were going to win the World Series this year. I stand by it. I stand by it. It's been such a hell of a season so far. So like awesome. It's so fun. Number two. So if you were hoping that Netflix cracking down on password sharing was going to blow up in their faces, sorry to break it to you, it looks like it had the opposite effect. Really? Seriously. This is so annoying. Netflix started enforcing the new rules on May 23rd, right? Over the next six days, they averaged 73,000 new signups per day, Ugh. including nearly 100,000 on the 26th and the 27th. From May 25th through the 28th, they had the most signups since early 2019. That's more than they got when with COVID and the pandemic lockdowns. Netflix did see an increase in cancellations, but the new subscriptions more than made enough for that. What's wrong with y'all? I am so mad about that. Y'all had one job that's not to join Netflix. What in <laughs> the freaking heck? What is happening? Like, because you know what's going to happen now. If you're HBO Max, you're looking at like, oh. No, exactly. So you, you mean we can add 100,000 subscriptions a day if we just would have some password sharing thing? I will say, though, I feel like there has to be some shows. I feel like there was like some season finales coming up, like all this kind of stuff. At least for me personally, the ultimatum season finale was coming up. So yeah. I feel like once that happens and then after this, the, last, the final season of The Crown is done... All those subs are going bye-bye. Oh, no, I'm just saying. I think it kind of it kind of broke the code in this whole thing. How long do you think you'll go until you... Without Netflix? Because I'm still on I'm, I'm yeah, my anti-tip right now. right now. What do you... How long do you think you'll go? Uh, when the final season of The Crown, I don't know what I'm going to do because I really need to see that. I, I don't know. I don't know that out of pure pettiness, I'm going to be able to go back. I don't it know. It just feels like they robbed us. You know, Even though we've been robbing them for years, Truly. it seems like they robbed us now. Wait. Yeah. Number one. Ed Sheeran continues to fill stadiums during his 88-show Mathematics Tour. The latest sold-out show took place at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey over the weekend where he sold out the 80,000-seat venue. He even brought out Khalid halfway through the show to sing their 2019 hit, Beautiful People. And later this month, Sheeran is making his way to Maryland. He'll be performing at FedEx Field in Landover on June 24th. And I just want to give you a warning now. I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but I'm going to anyways. I heard that we may have some Ed Sheeran tickets for you later this week. So safe to say, I'm just going to say it's going to be a pretty massive ticket week on Mix. As dangerous to say. I'm just saying. Because it's not confirmed yet. <laughs> so, But it's like mostly confirmed. It's 50% confirmed. It's like totally confirmed. It's not totally confirmed at all. So It's in a couple of days. If it happens, that's cool. If it's not, then everyone be here just, in a couple of days. just act cool. For Ed Sheeran. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Hey, if one of your friends was stealing and it was your responsibility to tell on them, would you do it? Because that's what we started talking about last week, and we're not sure how exactly she handled the situation, but we will find out right now with our Talk Me Out of It's update. If you weren't here last week for Talk Me Out of It, do you want to explain where we were with Anonymous before we get her back on? Anonymous actually works with her best friend, and she caught her best friend stealing and Anonymous just got promoted to a manager position. And so she has been put in the position to basically either expose her friend for stealing from work or not saying anything. The issue is that she actually actually lives with her best friend 
and she just got divorced and her best friend has been letting her live with her for the past eight months so either saving herself and saving her own job or basically going to end up homeless because she doesn't have anywhere to go. This was so messy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let me get her back on first on the voice disguiser. Hi, Anonymous. Hi. So, did you decide to tell on her or not? So, what ended up happening was I did tell my boss the truth about what I saw on the video footage. Mm -hmm. That I saw my friend steal a laptop from work. Mm -hmm. And how how did that go over? Um, It ended up being the right answer if I wanted to keep my job because it turns out my boss already knew the truth and was kind of just testing me to see if I would that out my friend knowing our relationship that's and so weird I tell the truth yeah y'all said that y'all said that on thursday and i was like i mean she even said that yeah I, you had that weird suspicion that might happen but that's crappy man like don't test me well like, i well i think just to because they knew her relationship and to see if she was going to be able but to like, like don't, take I, this on is that not, responsibility this is not okay this is not no, no, a it's test. So messed up i think it's super messed up but like, i'm not surprised that they did it so what then what so what happened then So it actually is probably worse than you imagine. They actually had me fire my friend. Are you kidding me? What? Where the hell do you work? Wait, why you? This sounds so toxic. So how did that go down? So what they did was they called my friend in for a meeting, Mm -hmm. that same exact meeting um, with my boss. And they had me be the one to deliver the news to her. Oh my god! And wait, did, so so she knows that that you that you had that you saw the footage. Yeah, so exactly. You, what? That's really messed Man. up. I feel like that. I don't know. So wait. So then. So what? So then you fired her, and then how did it go after that? Did she basically kick you out of the house? Yeah, pretty much. Well, what does that mean for you? Yeah, where, like, are, where you? are you staying? So I ended up talking to my boss and some of like my new co-workers and there's this woman that works there that has like a guest room so she's letting me stay there for a couple of days this place sucks this y'all y'all gave her terrible advice you jessica dutra y'all gave her terrible this woman works the most toxic effing workplace no i feel like no i think that they screwed you over i feel like there should have been a way for them to be able to like i just don't think that there, there could have been a way for you to say what happened and her not find out yeah, like, that what, it was you. Like, I think that's really messed world? up. But I will say, though, I know that you're in a really bad position and, and you're hurting right now, but it's not your fault that she stole. And she shouldn't have done that in the first place. And I think it's really messed up that she put you in that position knowing that you are a manager there and that this could have felt like obviously it fell on you. And I just think it's messed up as a friend to like put you in that position. She shouldn't have. She took advantage of her. But I don't like this. Her, I don't. I don't like. I mean, again, is uh, it, I no, listen, your boss is whack. I'm yeah, sorry they, that even happened in the first. This place. hand. This disgusting. is this whole thing is messy on both sides. It sucks either way. But again, everything happens for a reason. And uh, hopefully, you know, you're able to find some other housing situation that's more suitable for you. You yeah. know, um, and I hate that you had to like lose a friend over this. But maybe things will calm down between you guys, and you can you know talk it out later on. You know. Uh, we we appreciate you for you know sharing. telling us the story and, and sharing yeah. with, you know what happened with us. So thank thank you for calling us back. We appreciate it. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 